Gentlemen, my name is Matt Tanteo. Welcome to my podcast, Just Call Tanteo. And today's topic, we're going to talk about um, core values involving uh, business, life, what have you. And today's guest is my good friend, Victor Mercado. What's up, my brother? Thanks for having me on the podcast, man. All right, no problem, man. All right, so for today's um, topic, we're going to get into these core values. So when I was taking this uh, interview review, and it was a group interview, um, we were we were given a sheet of paper that had like 100 words, and they're all core values, uh, obviously. Okay. And what you may call it. So it goes like this. So the person that uh, um, who was interviewing us wanted to um, pick 10 core values because we're going on a long business trip. So we have to pick 10 of them out of all the 100. Mm. And, and um, that's pretty much it. But then the next day in the morning, you start packing up and then you realize you could only fit five. So after picking that 10, you have to sacrifice five of them and and uh, choose the rest okay and then once you pick that you're off to your road trip but when you get to your apartment that you're um staying for a little bit the landlord only allows three core values so so let's start from the beginning i'm going to start with you victor what were your first 10 core values that you chose and why you know, I was looking through that list, like, I looked up and down the list maybe 20 times because I wanted to be really precise with this, but the ch- 10 that I chose were uh, adaptability, number one, because um, I'd like to be able to adjust to any circumstance that I'm in. Second one is boldness because I feel as though if you listen to your intuition, it'll take you where you need to be, you know what I'm saying? It'll, like... It'll take you to exactly where you're supposed to go. Right. Thirdly, I chose gratitude because if you can't have an appreciation for your surroundings, then you're not really going to appreciate the destination and where you end up. Leadership. Okay. I chose leadership because, of course, you have to communicate your vision to people and, and guide them because not everybody has you know leadership in their life. They don't even know how to lead themselves, so you have to be some type of leader. I also chose self-control because, you know, you have to remain calm in the face of chaos. I chose structure. Right. I chose structure because you have to have some type of self-discipline. When I saw that word, it reminded me a lot of Bruce Lee. I know you yeah. talk about Bruce Lee a lot, so. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I feel that. I also chose vision because you have to have a vision for where your life is going if you don't. You know, you're basically going to just waste away and not really go anywhere. So my ninth value that I chose was reliability because I feel as though reliability can help you maintain relationships with people. Because if who would want to be friends with somebody or in a relationship with somebody who can't even be reliable to themselves? You know what I'm saying? It's right. like they're not accountable for themselves and what they do. So... And my last one was independence because we all know the the power of being self-reliant instead of being yeah. dependent and addicted to like 
other people and what they can offer you, you just go about your go about yourself and do the best that you can in the world. All right. Well, it's, he, hearing what you're saying, it sounds almost similar to mine. <laughs> uh, oh, really? All right. Yeah, so let's it. jump into mine. So my number one was uh, balance because, you know, there's got to be a balance to everything. doesn't matter what it is. There's always got to be a balance. Number two, composure. Like, whether it be hockey, school, or work, um, mm-hmm. you always got to have your composure. Always got to be calm. That's what my most of my family members told me. If you're not... If you're not calm, your head is not in the game. You're going to be lost. So that's why I chose composure. Then I have discipline, which is very self-explanatory. You always got to be disciplined, always on top of things. Uh, in every field, in any aspect yeah. of your life. Basically. Yeah, and then there's dr- drive. You always got to have a drive, something you're uh, fighting for, you know? Okay. Influence. Now You said influence? Yeah. Influence, yeah. For me, this is uh, gonna be a little bit different. Everybody wants originality. For me, that's 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 a big myth. For me, it's all influence. It's all influence. Yes, there will be some unique thing, unique things out there. But if you look deeper into them, there is some hidden influence. They just uh, created something with it and came out something quote unquote new. Um. All right. So number so six through, through their own original thought, they would be influential. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Number six, I chose persistence. That's pretty obvious for everyone. You always got to be persistent at what you do. You cannot let it go. You right. cannot waste all the work you have done. You got to keep going until you get what you want, you know? And then number eight, I chose responsibility. Responsibility is really big, man. When you have all this knowledge, all this knowledge, which is my uh, number 10 thing, uh, is power. Because to me, the use of knowledge is power. Um, and then when you have power, <laughs> think of Spider-Man, man. With great power, there's always got to be a great responsibility, right? That's that's true facts right there. That's true facts. Oh, yeah. And... And then my last one, I chose self-respect. You always got to have self-respect in whatever you do. You cannot be an ass-kisser, ki- you know? You always got to... Stand gotta, your ground. Um, yeah, ba- there you go. Stand you got yourself. it. Without right. being trampled on. All right. Now, yeah. The second phase, we're going to do um, packing up. So when you're done packing this up, you realize... Tough. Yep, this is going to be the tough, another tough one. You got to sacrifice five core values and take five with you only. All right? So, you ready? Yeah. All right, go ahead. I actually made a list underneath the, uh, the, ten, the 10 list. So, I got rid of leadership. Okay. I got rid of leadership because... If you have self-control and you have a vision, then I feel as though those two combined can become leadership. All right, yeah. In any any type of circumstance, especially like a business circumstance or even at work. Yeah. So I, I got rid of structure because, again, I think structure could also fall into the self-control category. Exactly. 
I got rid of gratitude because I feel as though gratitude is just something that people should carry with them. You know, it shouldn't even have to be something that we think about. We should just be already grateful for what right. we have and what is to come. So if I was on a business trip like this, this hypothetical situation, then gratitude isn't something I'd have to think about. It just comes naturally. I got rid of independence. Fun. Independence because uh, I left reliability on the list. And reliability and independence are kind of the same thing. To me, at least. And so my last one that I took out, I took out adaptability because on this list, I also have resourcefulness. So those two are basically the same. I don't know about you, but it, a lot of these values are kind of like mirrors of each other. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I was saying, the same thing. That's that's why I'm saving for my last part. Yeah, it's basically the same thing for me. Yeah. <laughs> Branch off into each other. I feel like I feel like I already know which ones you got rid of based on how long <laughs> I've known you, but let's just see. All right, here we go. So, so for my five, I uh, I kept composure. That is very important to me. That's a big impact on my life, especially me being a a hockey player. <laughs> yeah, you were really sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was stupid, man. I was really, I had really good uh, skating skills, not enough uh, stick handling, and but the skating is all I needed. I I knew how to play hockey, but what I do, I didn't. I didn't have the passion for it. And then on top of that, I just let people get to me. I wasn't composed. I just got into fights. And then I look at it now. I was like. If I was composed, if I had the passion for it, because I really do miss hockey, I feel like I would have th- done things a lot better. Uh, mm-hmm. I wish I could play hockey now, you know? But it is what it is. But now at least I got the knowledge for it for future uh, reference. All right? So for number two, I kept balance. Balance is always key. You always got to balance everything. You can't have one thing like, you know, over the other the entire time, you always got always balance the two. For example, you know, uh, work and family. You always got balance, but obviously, family comes first. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. that's just me or most people. But yeah, always got to balance it out. Um, three, I kept power. Pa- power is gonna branch off into a lot of things, like you were saying before. Four, self respect. Again, I don't want to be trampled on by people. You know, I always gotta be on top of things. And number five, I got to be persistent. So I always kept persistence. And that's pretty much it for me. Uh, and then three, the, the, the phase three, that's going to be a, a bigger explanation for me. So yeah, phase three is when this yeah. landlord tells yeah. me I can't, I can only keep three. Like, why, bro? Why can I only keep three? Right. Yeah. Well, like, what's your problem, man? I know, right? You got to deal with other people <laughs> in this world. You always got to deal with their, their, their stuff, man. They always have so, their own set of rules. <laughs> for the third phase, I chose to keep three values that I really I hold dear to myself in my actual life outside of this hypothetical situation. And the first one is vision. If you just take a look at my Instagram account or you speak to me in person, it's clear that I have some type of vision. Yeah. Even if it's just, wow, well, there's some dogs barking outside. Excuse me. <laughs> That's um, all right. <laughs> That's all right. I have a vision for where I want my life to go. 
And I also have a vision for the smaller, like, micro things in my life. Like, for example, a relationship. I have a vision for where I want that to go. Or a friendship. I have a vision for where I want that to go. Um, It's like little things, like little, even a gym program, a workout program that I'm following. I have a vision for where I want that to go. So, and that carries me into my second one, which is resourcefulness. Looking at my vision and then looking at what I have in my life. I'm I'm very good at thinking on my feet. Like, if there's something that happens and you know what, I have to adapt. I'm like, okay, Roger that. Let's go. Let's do it. I have this. I have these resources right here. I have this amount of time. Let's go do it. Yeah, I don't even think about it twice. I just do it. And then yeah. the third one is very big for me. I feel as though this is going to be on your list as well. <laughs> I chose self-control. So, oh, nice. Because if you have no self-control, dude, it's like you are fucked. Basically, your your <laughs> life you're just you're just a slave to bad habits if you have no self-control. Yeah. And um, I'm doing this disciplinary practice right now. It's been almost a month. Maybe in another podcast, you and I could talk about it. Oh, for sure, man. It's like a whole another branch of uh, a topic. Okay. Well, it's pretty deep. So, but yeah, that's my three. All right. I got you. So, yes, almost similar, almost similar to my uh, phase three. So for me, I kept composure. Same thing. It's like self-control. It's basically the same thing. Um, I don't much, I don't have much to explain for it because you already got it. That's the same thing for me. Um, two, I, I kept power because like I said, power will branch off to a lot of things, a lot of core values in the near future. Yeah, I want to know more about yeah. that. Like yeah. why you chose that one. So for me, growing up, let's say, let's just say, I wasted a lot of things. I wasted um, my passion for hockey. I wasted, yeah, I did have like uh, martial arts backgrounds, but all those schools I went to, I wasted them. I didn't focus on. I always <laughs> did so many things, wasted them, but I still, I still have them. I, I could work on them. I'm still young. I could work on them now. So, like, to me, I consider all of this some form of power, and I, I feel like I should take responsibility for them because if I don't, it's going to be useless. I need to keep going at it. And, of course, power will branch off into responsibility later on once i at the top of my game, basically. Mm-hmm. All right, and that's pretty much it. For th- my last one, the third one, I kept self-respect. I don't want to be an ass kisser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody does. Yeah. I mean, hey, some people do. Some people want to kiss ass, but yeah, others, they, others just don't. Just get that paycheck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it, man. That's pretty much it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, unfortunately, this is my first episode. Yeah, this is done on phone. You could hear things in the background. But again, this is the first episode. But other than that, what my buddy Victor is doing. He's uh, doing his work. He's uh, drawing. Uh, he, he makes beautiful drawings, man. Check out his Instagram. I will post it up on the, on the link once I'm um, done with this episode. Yeah, you know, I'm that, actually going to start yeah. my own podcast. As I was setting this, as I was setting my profile up on Anchor, I realized that I could actually start a podcast. And I think... For all you, whoever listens to this, I'm going to start my podcast. And uh, as I work on my art, I'm just going to turn on the 
podcast and just start talking. Like, because when I make my art, I kind of get into like a, I'm not going to say like a poetic state of mind, but I have a lot of things that I feel as though would be helpful to people if I spoke about them while I was making my art. So whoever's listening, I'll also have a podcast up if you also want to tune in. Yeah, you hear that, fellas? Oh, man. Invite me to your podcast so we could talk about other things, too. Oh, yeah, man. I'll send you the link as soon as possible. Yeah. Oh, man. So, like, I I also met this person, by the way, like, on the subject of, of life. Hold on. Let me bring up bring it up on my uh, laptop near me. So, I was speaking to this um, this um, this girl in my lecture class the other day, and I asked her what what what's her major she said english and i i got really interested like can you recommend me something and and she did and i was like excited and then i you know me i read a lot of books <laughs> so mm-hmm. so for this one uh she uh, recommended me this this uh fiction short story called the fourth state of matter i didn't read it yet but i read the quote and it had it piqued my interest. A week in the author's life, um, when it became impossible to control the course of events, you know that had me hooked right there. I cannot wait to read this. I've, even though it's um, not like self improvement, mm-hmm. but I feel like it could translate into that. Like, I feel like on the subject, um, anything could translate into self improvement. Like seriously, like. Look at all the Marvel movies, especially Spider-Man. Like, that guy, every time he uh, gets knocked down by his uh, villains and whatnot, yeah. he still gets back up and keeps his responsibility in check. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I've never so, actually looked at the Marvel movies yeah. like that before. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, movies, they're like books to me. They're like books. Movies, especially, especially video games today. Video games are getting pretty deep out there today with their storytelling um but yeah talking about video games you know i've actually and talking about like self-improvement and all these values and stuff like that especially the first value that i chose to keep on that uh this is a situation we were talking about vision yeah i actually i took all the video games off of my xbox uh really ago about two weeks ago now i think yeah two weeks ago almost two weeks ago yeah because Listen, video games are always going to be around. That's mm-hmm. the truth. Like, esports is an industry that's about to explode. It's currently exploding right now. You can make millions of dollars as a gamer. I'm not saying I'm trying to do that, but I'm just taking video games out of my life because, bro, you know, you know how yeah, much time yeah. you and I've spent playing these fucking yeah. Call of Duty <laughs> games and stuff like that. So, I, yeah, I just chose I, to abstain from it from, for a while. I'll probably yeah. place like next year or at the end of this year. It's just you know you have goals that are so big that you just gotta focus on that shit and you can't. It has to be every second of your life. Conor McGregor talks about that a lot. He says Conor like, McGregor. he says you can be talented, but he doesn't believe in talent. He believes in being obsessed with uh, your big, your long term goals and whatever you're passionate about. You have to be obsessed about it, and it has to be every single second of your life. You can't. There can't be no outside. You have to literally be so focused that everything else is just boring to you. Right. And that's what I feel when I play video games. For real. Like, I just, I'm bored of it because I know I could be doing something else that will be a return on my investment in five years or ten years. Yeah. 
to the, to add on to that subject too, like too much video games. Like it could be the same thing with movies or shows or or like uh, book uh, reading, like like the binges, man. <laughs> um, what you may call it. Um, I feel like too much information, like can um, information overload. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. that's the main reason why I've taken multiple social media breaks is because you're yeah. constantly looking at stories and advertisements and all these posts and DMs and stuff like that. And it's great. I love social media. I'm going to be wrong, but when you take that break away from it, you realize, like, holy yeah. shit. Dude. Like, my brain can't handle all that stuff. On the real stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I might do one again soon, probably over the summer. Yeah. See now, what my friend does here is really smart. He <laughs> he signs off of his social media every other month. I I think I should do that now because honestly, man, when I'm looking at Instagram, I feel like yeah, it's obviously too much. My phone like tells me, oh, you've been on your phone for five hours. This <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and like I gotta calm down with that because it I'm too much in my comfort zone. And then when I'm out there in the real world. As you can tell, even on this phone right now, <laughs> I am like stuttering. I, my communication skills is just uh, everywhere. I gotta, I gotta fix that. I feel like this this podcast will also help help me improve m- me uh, communicating with people because communication. This is what my friend told me back at my old job at Newport Skates. Mm-hmm. Communication is key. You know, you always gotta oh, get yeah. involved. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, not in the virtual world, <laughs> but yeah, out there, out there. Always got a lot of what you were just talking about, like how you're stuttering and you sound, yeah. you might sound a little nervous when you talk or whatever. Mm-hmm. A lot of those things aren't necessarily like up in your head. It might be something physiological in your body. Like you might have, for example, you might have tight, a tight neck muscle that can right. help, that might make you talk like you're nervous or believe it or not, your jaw and your facial muscles can actually be tight, which makes you talk with a stutter. So you can actually stretch your face, you can stretch your neck and stuff like that. <laughs> and then when you do these things, you literally, you loosen up the tension in your face and you could actually talk better. It also comes down to how you breathe. If Do you breathe with your chest or do, do you breathe with your diaphragm? Deep because breath, deep a lot breath, of these things, yeah, yeah people, say, people say, oh, just take deep breaths, but do you really know what a deep breaths mean? You know, deep breaths yeah, are just yeah. not with your chest. Deep breaths are actually with your diaphragm, like, all the way to the base of your hips. Like, that's what deep breathing really, really is. And that's I like this. It makes you really calm, especially for men. It, uh, it gets your the mind. It gets your libido. Yeah, because yeah. the, there's no separation between the mind and the body. It's the same right. thing. Oh. The mind that you call you is your body, just as much as your feet are your body. So you got to take care of your body first. Get into your body. Like like my core value, balance. Balance it out. Hey, was was exercise even one of these values on here? uh, On the list? It was, yeah. The sheet I sent you had exercise, like a fitness. It had fitness in it. All right, you know what? I'm taking out. No, never mind. All right, explain. (laughs) Exercise, nah. I can't even... Exercise is like, it's becoming a norm for people to exercise here and there, but that feeling when you walk out the gym and you just worked out, there's no feeling like that. It's You feel so calm, your body feels balanced, 
you're ready for the day, you just feel happy. You know, and, and anybody who doesn't exercise like that, they're doing themselves a huge dis a disservice. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, your body and mind, it's it's just, what, what should we call it? Uh, unity. Isn't that it? Is that the word? Or yeah, integrity? basically, it's, there's no separation yeah. between it. It's the same thing. Yeah. All right. Well, going back to these core values, um, during this interview, a lot of people said happiness a lot. I feel like too much happiness will make you um, disconnected from the real world. But I understand. I understand. You got always going to be positive. Yeah, that, that positive is power too. But you also got to balance it out, like I always say, um, because before the coming of great brilliance, there must be chaos. Right. Without it, I don't know, man. You're going to be lost later down the road. People should just pick like the three values that're gonna lead to happiness. Yeah. You know, how you gonna pick? How you gonna pick a happiness as a core value that you want to keep in your life? Like, okay, so what? What's gonna create that happiness? Right. Right. You, know, what... you just you just can't um what you may call it. You just like you can't say oh I'm I'm gonna be positive today. That's I'm not gonna let this world step all over me. I'm gonna be happy today. No, no. <laughs> it's not easy. It's not always easy like that. <laughs> no, it doesn't work like that. But, but yeah, but the way these people were explaining in the interview were doing it well, well enough. But they always got to consider the fact there's got to be chaos in your life too. Sometimes, you know, you got got to make that risk. Sometimes it might be crazy, but hey, you'll learn something from it. It's funny you mentioned that today. I'm not gonna go too much into what happened today, but um, it's about risk. Right. I believe after today, I believe a lot in taking risks. You, it's like we're all headed to the same place. You know, I'm not trying to get too deep and philosophical, but <laughs> it's <laughs> not my place to talk about that. But um, you know, life is short. Tomorrow is never promised. So if you if there's a risk that you want to take, just take that shit. Yeah. Just literally, just don't even think about it. Just jump. Just take it because you know what? Imagine the hell of fucking feeling regret for not taking that risk a year from now. You know what I mean? That shit scares me. Yeah. A lot of my close friends know that. (laughs) A lot of my close (laughs) friends know that I'm shit scared of lightning, but listen, fuck lightning. What I'm scared of is regret. Not doing something because I felt a little fear. Like, no, I'm going to do it anyways, even if it turns out bad. Yeah, because honestly, the, the scariest regret out there is not knowing what it's like, you know? Yeah, bro, it starts to ease you alive. Like, oh my God, like what, what could have been? Mm-hmm. What if I just, what if I chose to make that investment? You know, oh shit, I could have had a million dollars right now. Damn, I should have just done it. I was scared, but I should have just done it anyways. Yeah, I, I know that feeling. <laughs> but anyway, like, I know some people out there who are like, Nope, nope, I know better. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do it. I'm smart. I'm smart. But hey, man, <laughs> don't you want to live? Don't you want to, like, even though, even though, don't you want to live? Even though if you, like, fall and die, don't you want to live? <laughs> I'm going to keep on saying it. Live. Live. Because, honestly, man, would you rather spend your whole life staying safe, playing like, playing video games or whatever for the rest of your life, like, for 50 years, Doing nothing, or would you rather do something fun like 
go base jumping or um, yeah. which, or travel around the world. You know that girl you told me to follow on Instagram? Yeah. That um, she's like a like an extreme athlete. Yeah. I was watching her story clip of her jumping off of a fucking cliff, bro. Yeah, she does it all the time. What a badass! <laughs> like, not many women do things like that. She's tatted. She got short hair. She don't care. She rides motorcycles. She rides yeah. motorcycles off the side of a cliff. That's crazy. Bunch yeah, of stuff for that. Yeah, she likes doing that. Like, like I said, she she risked she risked a lot, dude. And like, what you may call it, she says she's always scared, but she does it anyway. Doesn't even think about it. just jumps, just jumps, and then she's glad that she did it. Now that is worth something, right? You just lived for like how many seconds? Ten seconds of your life. You're yeah, it's like in, it's in those moments where you feel scared to do something or you hesitate or you take yeah. a risk and in those moments that's where you experience like the richness the richness yeah. of life and everything that life offers you even yeah. if you get no return on the risk that you take let's say you get rejected for example from a job or a woman or let's say you get rejected in any other scenario in your life but guess what if you didn't get rejected now your life is great yeah. you have what you've been striving to get. So, so yeah. those moments where you experience life. Yeah, yeah. Basically, like, if somebody says no to you and then you move on, you're going you're gonna to go about it even better with the next subject, next person or whatever, you know? Especially when you've had years of, of calluses, you know, like years and years of experiencing things like that make you a really hard person and then the next one it's not that hard but you know what i'm saying it's like yeah. that experience prior to what you think is so bad it's like you know what it's really not that bad yeah it's not I've that bad you actually feel some sort of let's say a sense of accomplishment even though you failed but yeah there's a there's a quote by shakespeare it goes yeah, all which it inherit shall dissolve, and like this unsubstantial pageant faded, leave not a rack behind. We are stuff, we are such stuff as dreams are made of, and our little life is rounded with a sleep. And what that basically means is like, we only have a certain amount of time to live and experience yeah. like the richness of everything, and then next thing you know, you fall asleep. Just don't. I'm going to say this right now. Just don't waste that human potential. We human beings have this capability capability of doing the quote-unquote impossible. Nothing is impossible. It's just very difficult. We all <laughs> I can like do that. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty much it, fellas. Like, just keep doing it. Every time you fail, that's a level up. Yeah, and don't don't and you gotta fucking have a good time too doing that shit. Yeah, just you gotta yeah. remember to have a good time and laugh at yourself. And make sure you gotta do it for all That's the right it. reasons too. Just just don't just don't go take my word for granted. Go try to go base jump like right off the bat. <laughs> That's that was just uh what should we call it? An example. Alright, so I have a question for you now. Alright. This is something that I've stolen from another pack a podcast that I like a lot, and it's called the The Diary of a CEO. Okay. By Stephen Bar- Barlett. He's like a really big CEO of a huge um, social chain company. 
Um, the question he always asks his guests at the end of his podcast. All right. I know I'm your guest, but I'm still going to ask you anyway because I'm just like that, you know? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> his question at the end of his podcast is, if you could have dinner with four people from history, dead or alive, who would you have dinner with and what would you eat? Hmm. That's interesting, isn't it? Bro, I already know you're going to say Bruce Lee. So, number one, <laughs> what are the other three? <laughs> all right, yeah, all right. So, yeah, Bruce Lee. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, Muhammad Ali. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Robert Downey Jr. You should see the way this man talks in his, in his interviews. This man is like real-life Tony Stark. <laughs> oh, So, sure. there's him. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's, this is a hard one because there's a lot of people I look up to. You only have one more, bro. Make it a good one. One more. My dad. Oh, you want your father there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, my mom in the background. They're like supporting me. <laughs> sure, yeah, she'll be in the background recording the whole thing. Yeah. Like she always did in hockey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, the reason I say my dad, that I really want to add this to my core values by cross it out. The core value was humor. Now my dad is a very humorous guy. His entire life, he's been doing nothing but acting like a kid around <laughs> me, around other people. Hey, but hey, it got him where he needed to be. And like, I will never forget that. <laughs> His humor could be really obnoxious, but it teaches you something. Like he is always positive, like, it's not forcing himself to be humor. It's it's actually a part of his personality. He likes being funny, even though it could be unnecessary most of the time. And I'll be in the background. I don't know him. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> but hey. Sign away. Like, I don't know that old man. Please stay away from me. Hey, but humor, that's where it's at. There's actually a, there's a quote by this actor named Paul Rudd. Let me look for it. And let me... Dad's quote, right? Like, this quote is everything to my dad, even though he doesn't know about it. But I feel like it would be. <laughs> Paul Rudd. Your father played hockey, too? Nah, he played a lot of other sports, though. I met your dad uh, a couple times. I feel as though he'd be crazy enough to play uh, rugby, even though he's not, like, six feet tall. I really think he'd play rugby. <laughs> he did play football. He knows how to throw a football. He is mm. really good, man. Oh man, I wish I could throw a football. It sucks. <laughs> All right. Well, I see. I see. I can't find it right now. But he said something about comedy, and it had to do something about life. Maybe people listening on this would uh, help me out with this. But all I know is that comedy. Well, I don't know. It goes something along these lines. It. I guess without comedy, what's the point of life? Because you can't be too serious. Like, like, like the Joker says, why so serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Life would just be great, black and white. Yeah, you, you got to have the balance of the two, seriousness uh, and humor. Because if you're always serious, you're going to drive yourself insane, dude. True. I mean, I've, I've felt that in that rabbit hole before being, like, mad serious about shit. Yeah. That's why I watch The um, Office so much, because... That fucking show is so silly and like goofy. Yeah. And it's like 
you're at work, but they're having a good time being idiots. That's what I like. Right. Yeah. And one of my biggest uh, comedic people is Jim Carrey, man. One of the silliest <laughs> comedies out there. But it's the best. This man is, like, deep. Like, you should follow him on Instagram. He posts a lot of self-improvement. Yeah, he recently stuff. got into that stuff. I, I think he had a psychedelic yeah. experience, and it changed his whole life. I know, I think right? he took magic mushrooms or something stronger. <laughs> like People thought he's gone crazy, but I respect that. I respect what he's doing. It's like Linkin Park, man. They started off as, like, raw emotions, like all the rock music. Then they went softer and softer and softer. And I understand that because all that rock probably was tra- driving them crazy. They want to try something new, you know? I still love the rock them. music. Yeah. Dude, I'm probably driving myself crazy. I still listen to music back in like 80s and 90s and early 2000s. And same rock music all the time. I, I can't get away from it. But the point is, don't drive yourself insane. Always try something new. Try something new. I want to get back to that. Before we wrap this podcast yeah. up, I want to get back to music. But um, right. What would you What would you eat with your four that you chose at the dinner? Oh, all right. So the food. So from my uh, from my family, we're always big on steak. So it's all meat. Of course, there will be some vegetables like broccoli. Yo, my stomach. Spinach. I just had like the only like grumble in my stomach when you said that. I don't even eat beef like that, but damn. Yeah, yeah. I eat a lot of steak and like big ounces and sometimes medium and sometimes medium rare. Okay. <laughs> that juicy stuff. Yeah. That sounds good. That sounds good. So why the so why the question about the food? No, it's just like an extra. Like what would you Something be eating extra? with okay. the people that you look up to, you know? Gotcha. But for me, I have four in mind. I wrote them down right here. Number one, obviously, Conor McGregor, because I wanna, I wanna just like spar a little bit with McGregor and see, you know, just like rough him up a little bit, just like have some fun with McGregor. He seems like a really fun guy, and I wanna get, yeah. I wanna get an insight into his mindset because he's literally a legend. He's he's like immortalized, you know what I'm saying? So I wanna get an insight to the way he thinks and the way he he goes about his life. Secondly, I want to meet Leonardo da Vinci. I'd probably have to learn Italian or Latin. I think he spoke Italian and Spanish. I don't know, but I'd want to have a really long, deep conversation with da Vinci. And, and just, like I said, it's all about insight. I want to get an insight into his mind and the way he, he saw the world. Because he literally, he's, he came up with so many inventions, like the tank. Without the flying machine and many other things, he he studied human anatomy before anybody else really did, and I just think that's really fascinating. That's the way, man. Thirdly, uh, Martins Lisi's. He's currently the world's strongest man. This guy really? oh. is funny as hell. If you watch his YouTube video, he's just fucking hilarious. He's a goofy ass, <laughs> huge like strong dude. And um, I look right. up to him. I, I wish him a lot of luck this weekend at the Arnold Strongman. He's going to compete. Hopefully, he gets first place again. All right. And yeah. lastly, so, I chose uh, Leonidas. Leonidas. I know that's Leonidas. probably really unexpected, but you know the movie 300? Yeah. <laughs> that movie. This is Sparta. Yeah, that yeah, movie 300. Yeah, that's an actual <laughs> character from history, Leonidas. He was actually a Spartan yeah. warrior. I, and I have the book, Gates of Fire. Yeah. 
if I if I we spoke the same language, I would have him sit at the table with us and talk to us and like teach us like warrior uh, warrior values and like exactly. embody that that warrior spirit. So yeah. So like, oh, and we would all be eating Spanish food, no exceptions. Rice and beans with some whatever they want, grilled chicken, pernil. I don't care. Teriyaki chicken, but we're having Spanish food. Rice and beans on deck, of course. Mm, it sounds delicious, man. I always have that every day at the cafeteria because I live in Florida. So, yeah, it's bound to happen. Um, but, yeah, the, the Spartan warrior mindset thing. Now, see, I have the official book, uh, not the 300 comic book that we all saw in movie theater. I have the novel called Gates of Fire. It's by Stephen Pressfield. Now, this book, I, I actually learned that this book is given to, um, what should we call it, uh, students at uh, whatever that military school is in New York. I think it's called West Point. So yeah. they're given <clears throat> this book um, to learn. They actually just use this book like it's the art of war, basically. They learn their tactics. They learn their mindset and whatnot. So I really think that's interesting, and that's really good that you, you you want Leonidas there so like to learn the warrior way. And I feel like learning the warrior way could translate into not just battles or sports. It could translate into other things like work, family, nothing crazy with family, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But yeah, stuff like that. Um, And then Conor McGregor, speaking of him, I, I watched – I finally watched the documentary on Netflix. Oh, yeah. How do you go? How do you like it? I really enjoyed it, man. I like, I like how this guy started off as like middle or low class, and then he worked his way he up. He was be- literally collecting the, welfare yeah. checks. Yeah. And within man. a few years, he made it to the top of an industry. You know, there that, you go. See, that's when, see, that's part of my core value right there. He, he was persi- persistent, man. He kept going at it. He kept going at it. Now look at him. He's a, he's a rich baller. And on top of that, I feel like, yeah, he had humor because this guy, he was uh, outgoing. And <laughs> Talked a lot of shit. Great humor in that. Yeah, yeah. He had that, 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 um, that comedic uh, personality all the way through, and I enjoyed it. Like, I, I don't know, that kind of made me tear up. This is, like, r- really cool right now. <laughs> I should show it to my dad because I think he would like it. He's a big sports guy. He loves sports uh, accomplishment uh, stories. Wasn't it cool how Arnold Schwarzenegger actually went to McGregor's house? Like he literally yeah. walked in his house. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, come on, that's good like, good They're on a different level. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I want to meet see, the guy one day. Get a picture of him. Like, what autograph, yeah. whatever. Go to Las Vegas, man. Go to his fights. I don't know if he still fights today. He 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 probably does, right? His last I fight, know, I don't watch was much. early January against uh, Cowboy Cerrone, and he kicked his fucking ass in forty seconds, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like wow. out the gate, as soon as the bell rang, I said he he tried to hit him with a left, like a left tried to knock him out immediately as the round started, and then he got him in like a a grappling hook, like they were holding each other. McGregor didn't let him go, and McGregor started hitting him with a shoulder bone, and he broke his nose, he busted his eye, just with his shoulder. And then he fell down on the floor. McGregor hit him with a fucking a left kick to the side of his face, and then he fell down, and then McGregor just started. Like landing bombs on a dude's face, and that's it. It was over in forty seconds. Wow! Yeah, watch the fight. Now, it's on YouTube for free right now. 
Yeah, he's at his prime right now. That's great. Because what I love about these um, UFC fights or boxing fights or any martial art uh, sport fight, I love that most of these guys, when they lose, uh, when they lose, they don't lose everything. They get something from it too. They get this sense of they want to they wanna go at it again, rematch. So yeah. to do that, they take the loss like a man or – or a strong, strong person, and like they get better at it. they, they uh, work harder in their training. But more, most importantly, what my uncle always tells me, um, work uh, smartly. And then when they get into the next fight, oh, I remember your moves. I remember your moves. You're not gonna do it again on me. I'm gonna do it better. I'm gonna do this better, and I'm gonna beat you. And then that's what Conor McGregor did. Like, he also does that to water. himself too. Yeah. He literally has. Yeah. He's so self-aware that he literally he does that to himself. He'll look at his own past behavior. He'll learn from his own mistakes and like, like you said, um, he learns. He doesn't always do the same routine, like the same type of uh, fighting style. He switches it up. He becomes like a new person, and based on what he used to do in the past. So, he's big on that. He's big on like fighting against himself. He always says that a lot. He's like, there is no opponent in the octagon. It's you're only against yourself and that's it. It's that's that defines McGregor perfectly. <laughs> oh man, I, I like I can't wait because I'm gonna try to at some point make comics and I'm gonna make characters that are like this. Like for example I got a a villain like who already beat my main character already and he's like you who lost to me, you who who um, took my fist to the face and went down on the ground. Who did you beat that can beat me? And then my character says, myself. So I can't wait to do that. Oh, because... I see what you're saying. Okay. See, influence is very strong. That's why it's one of my core values. Influence can come from anywhere, not just from other people's creations, but from life itself, all the experience you had. Gotcha. You know? So, like yeah. I was saying before, before we wrap this up, I want to get back to the music topic. I have a challenge okay. for you, Matthew. All right. And I have a challenge for anybody who's listening to this as well. For one whole day, I'm not going to go with the week yet because I haven't done this for a whole week yet. But for one entire okay. day, I want you to listen to music, but I, I don't want you to listen to your, your normal music, like your regular hip-hop or, I mean, not hip-hop. I'm not, I know you don't listen to hip-hop. Your regular rock and roll music. I want yeah. you to just listen to music that is like. There's really not many lyrics, but it's like uplifting, like chill beats. You know, like those, like the chill, the chill playlist that pops up on Spotify or Apple Music. Like listen to music that is outside all that like, violent hip hop or violent rock music. And oh, then, I got that beat. I got that beat. <laughs> yeah, and basically, when you take this type of like. Negative, I'm not going to say negative, but like you take that aggressive type of music out of your life, you could literally like find more peace, if that makes sense to you. Because you don't yeah. need to listen to that music every single day of your life. You should switch it up a little bit. So that's my challenge to you and anybody who's listening. Switch up your music a little bit for one day and yeah. see how you feel at the end of the day. I've done this to now, myself. 
I wouldn't yeah. let's say I go an entire day without listening to hip hop or rock or whatever. At the end of the day, I feel much more calm and composed. You know, it's because I don't think it's a good idea to be listening to hip hop artists who are nothing but drug addicts. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, it's like, yeah, I got you. We're talking. We spoke about influence, and I think music has a huge influence on a lot of people in uh, bad ways. So it can also surprisingly save lives. Like a lot of things could save lives, and I count music as one of them. Yeah, so that's my challenge. Right. I'm gonna do it yeah. tomorrow. Matter of fact, I'm gonna probably do it on the way to dinner after this uh, podcast. But yeah, that's that's. Um, that's what I'm gonna do. Like, probably listen to some old '90s uh, soft rock, <laughs> if you will. Yes, yeah, things with like positive lyrics to it. You could do that. Like, if you know a song is about good times and good people and good vibes, and listen to that only and cut out all that other like crazy ass rock music that I'm not used to listen to. Matt, don't don't try to hide it. Don't lie, bro. I know you listen <laughs> to that crazy shit, man. Hey, man. <laughs> this, this rock music, I. I you know what, to touch on the subject, the rock music I listen to, which is called New Metal, N-U, New Metal. So New Metal, oh, yes, God, they, sounds all have that ang- all, they all have this angsty lyrics, like the song Last Resort by Papa Roach. Now, to me, yes, that's a song about suicide. <laughs> but, oh, my God. <laughs> See? But, but when I look at that, look, when I hear, listen to the song... I think of a man on top of a hill fighting everybody, the king of the hill. Um, mm. If anyone's seen the movie, Jet Li's uh, the one. But anyway, um, that song, if you listen to the beat, not just the lyrics, the beat, the beat, it is very motivating. <laughs> like, yes, they're, they're, they're screaming or singing about angst <laughs> and suicide and whatnot, but... If you watch the music video too, these people who are locked up in the rooms, all sad, and then they like they're like, "Screw this! I'm gonna rock out to the last resort." Mm. <laughs> and then yeah, and it's the same thing with the song "Headstrong" by Trap. Oh yeah, song, I used to yeah. listen to that song when I was a teenager. Yeah, it, watch the music video. These these kids are being trampled on by their peers and whatnot. And what they say, "No, screw this! Screw you!" I'm going to rock hard. but And then that's what I say to myself in a hockey game, too. Like, hell no, man. You're not going to hit me again. You're not going to hit me. I'm going to hit you and stuff like that, you know? Like, you know, oh, man, I miss hockey. <laughs> I miss hockey. But, yeah, that's, that's what it's all about. But And on the subject of sports, next topic, um, going back to your exercise uh, philosophy. Yeah, what's Exercising, up? like you said, yes just like the mind it'll help you out all this crazy uh workouts or fighting and boxing i did right now i feel so good right now after sparring with some people hitting the bag i feel really positive right now right it's it's as simple as this man you human beings were designed to literally move all day long we're not designed to sit stationary in one place for eight to ten hours a day that shit will kill you. That's what makes people depressed. Is is yeah. when you stay when you're too up in your head and you're not connected to your body, you're not connected to your your pelvic floor, which is basically like we said before, deep breathing and stuff like that. When you're disconnected literally from the balls of your feet when you're not grounded, you you're too up in your head. So it's as simple as that. You gotta get into your body. Yeah. And that's why I'm yeah. so big on 
what type of food I put into my body because compare somebody who w- woke up, ate sugary cereal, they had pizza for lunch, and then they went home to have some type of like Wendy's for dinner. Compare that person to somebody who had a protein-filled breakfast and a somewhat healthy lunch and breakfast, you already know who's going to operate better, who's going to do better at work, who's going to enjoy their day at work better, the person who has better food inside of their body. It's really as simple as that, man. That's it. Yeah. And like, yeah. All right. Other than that, um, going back to the music part, yes, we all love music, especially this day and age with these AirPods. I don't have those. (laughs) I still have wired stuff. Um, it's always an hour ahead, dude. Like, yeah, it's like we never have a moment away from music. Like, that's how my job is, dude. I work at the airport and the little markets that I work in. It's like there's constantly music on. I'm just like, holy shit, I have a headache. Yeah, because I also gotta take a break from it too. Because like every morning, every day, um, when I go- get ready to go to my classes, whatnot. I always have my <laughs> my earphones ready, my music ready. Yeah, yeah, I gotta yeah. stop. It's too addicting. Everywhere I go, outside. You know, to why the do you need music like that? So it's. I you know, know what I just thought about. I fasted this morning when I went to the gym. I fasted from eleven o'clock at night to around like eleven, eleven thirty the yeah. next morning. I just wanted to work out and go to the sauna on an empty stomach. It feels good sometimes. The yeah. same way that we would do that to our body, we fast for our body. We don't eat. It's this kind of applies to the same thing for the brain. You don't always have to have an input of information coming in. You don't always have to be looking at social media. Just too much. Just too much. Music constantly. And my addiction right now, I'm going to be keep it real with you, is YouTube videos. I love YouTube, yo. There's some <laughs> funny videos on YouTube that I'm just like, <laughs> low key addicted is to. Addicting. YouTube is addicting. To yeah, so age. it's good to have a fast for the mind sometimes. That's one of the, I think that's huge reason why mental illness is such a big issue right now really in these times that we live in yeah i might i make a make a podcast about that now that okay it's a podcast but i hear you i, 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 I want to hear it about the, that the too. overload the overload of information in that brain from like constantly listening to music and all social media and the bullshit that you see on television yeah and i then think I see... all of that like basically not allowing your brain to rest and just sit in a room and think and exactly rest, rest a little bit. That is what I think is causing a lot of mental illness. Yeah. People. And then I see uh, kids today, they have their smartphones already, which I didn't get until like I was 14 years old, but they, they have it now. And then like, they're always on it. They're always on it up in their face. And even the iPads too. Like you always got to have a screen on their face. It's crazy too much. It's going to, tone down their communication skills way too much and then they're so fast on these smart devices and when they put it down everything gets slower for them which is not good i'm a little on the fence about that really i'm a little on the fence about kids you know we adults i'm not going to say like we're adults we're only in our 20s early 20s but yeah people judging little kids and the younger generations for constantly being on their phones and tablets stuff like that yeah. It's one of those things where we just got to see where it goes because our parents, when they were 10 years old, what were they doing? They were outside throwing rocks at water <laughs> and shit like yeah. that. So yeah. it might actually turn out to be a good thing. 
but we'll see what happens because it's a little too early to tell that. Yeah, day. right now it's just it's just um, kind of worrisome, but yeah, I guess you're right. Like, just wait to see what happens in the future, how they turn out to be. I just hope I hope it turns out good. They're supposed to be the future. They're supposed to be the future, man. Don't let it go all to waste. But yeah, yeah. I guess that, that's pretty much it. And it wraps up this uh, first episode of my podcast, Tanteo. Well, thank you, Victor, uh, for being here and touching um, the subject of core values and whatnot and whatever we branched off into. And then if you have any other um, topics you want to talk about, just just message me and then we'll start a new episode. Other than that, ladies and gentlemen, um, this is Tan- Matt Tanteo. And if you want to listen to more, just stay tuned. And as well as uh, follow Victor over here. I'll put up his um, his uh, social media, whether it be Instagram or Twitter. I'll put it up in the description. Absolutely, right. Matt. Thanks for having me on your podcast. I enjoyed this a lot. And I look forward to, you know, where this can go and what else we talk right. about. All right, man.